The National Desk, Conversations, America's News Now. I'm Jean Jeffcoat, and welcome to episode 64 of the National Desk Conversations. Every weekday, we invite newsmakers onto our morning television broadcast to discuss topics everybody's talking about. On today's podcast, we revisit our conversation with the former Acting Commissioner of Customs and Border Protection, Mark Morgan. Fentanyl laced drugs continue to pour over the southern border at a record pace. Also, the administration calling for more deportations and the Resource Family Fund Day in New York City. Just a few of the headlines we're watching right now with former Acting Commissioner of Customs and Border Protection and visiting fellow at FAIR, Mark Morgan. Mark, welcome back to the National Desk. Thanks, Jen. And I want to start with the drug crisis that this country is having right now. Fentanyl overdoses, the leading cause of death for U.S. adults, 18 to 45. And last month, Customs and Border Protection seized 1,800 pounds, a record amount of the synthetic drug. We know China is the primary source of fentanyl where it is trafficked through the southern border. Talk us through the flow of fentanyl to the U.S. and what the administration can do to stop this influx. Yeah, Jan, you said it. So the majority of fentanyl, 95%, comes from the wide open southwest border. And the how is and, and the, the fentanyl is actually introduced in, in into uh, what our other drugs, our new synthetic drugs are made, and where do they get the, the, the chemicals and the products to uh, manufacture that fentanyl? It comes from China. Look, another stat, 107,000 Americans died in a 12-month period. This is a fact. There's a, a fentanyl epidemic, and again, we know the majority of fentanyl and hard narcotics comes from the southwest border. So first, look, we've talked about this before, Jan. You must secure the border, both in between the ports of entry and at the ports of entry to cut off the supply. And part of that is stopping the flow of illegal immigration because those things are connected. As illegal immigration goes up, resources are pulled off the line, resulting in operational control of the border literally being handed over to the cartels where they're exploiting it and drugs are pouring into the country. The second thing we must do is heavily go after the cartels. We need to shift our strategy a whole of government approach and commitment to go after the cartels equally as we do terrorist organizations throughout the world. And the last thing, you already mentioned it, we must hold China accountable. They've become the world's largest manufacturer and pushers of, of fentanyl precursors in the world. Another big headline we're following this morning is the busing of migrants to New York City. We know that Mayor Eric Adams recently held a Resource Family Fund Day that gave migrants health care and school supplies and, and cell phones. Mark, how much is this costing and who's paying for it all? Yeah, so it's it's much more than the family fun day. Uh, that that's the microcosm of the largest larger problem we have in this country, Jan. Right now, it costs illegal immigration costs taxpayers roughly 140 billion dollars annually. And let's talk about New York City specifically. Why are why are illegal aliens flocking to New York City? Well, because they some they have some of the most prolific sanctuary city laws in this country. It's it's a beacon to, to the entire world that now is the time to come illegally at our southwest west border and make your way to New York City. Once you get there, you're going to get free education, free health care, driver's license. You're going to be able to work uh, illegally and you're going to continue to receive a plethora of financial support while you remain in this country illegally indefinitely. And so it's it's very, if it, it wasn't so serious, to be laughable, Jan, that now these mayors are standing up saying, hey, this is a crisis, it's out of control, when it's their sanctuary cities that are acting as a magnet for these illegal aliens to come. Mark, I was reading this report from the L.A. Times just a few days ago, and it states the White House pushed for immigration and customs enforcement to increase deportations through a program called the dedicated docket however dhs officials 
did not want to adopt some of these aggressive tactics to deport anyone who was not here on a legal basis. And for context, I wanted to talk about some of the numbers that were reported in fiscal year 21. ICE arrested more than 74,000 people and had 59,000 removals. In 2020, they had 100 and almost 4,000 arrests and 186,000, nearly 186,000 removals. 2019, check this out, 143,000 arrests and 267,258 removals. Just to give you some context about the removal process, the deportation process, why are we seeing this delay from the Department of Homeland Security? And what do you make of this report from the LA Times that the White House actually pushed to increase deportations? Jan, look, I think it's BS. I think the numbers you just showed stand for themselves. There is no one in this administration of any authority that has any desire to deport illegal immigrations. And the facts bear that out that you just showed. As we have the historic high levels of illegal immigration, higher than we've seen in our entire lifetime, the ICE is deporting the fewest illegal aliens since ICE was created. I was there in 2019 when we had the, the historic high level numbers of deportations. So make no mistake and look, the, the everything that you see happening right now, Secretary Mayorkas, he, he has actually done his best to dismantle ICE, to reduce their ability uh, to secure and, and uh, carry out uh, their enforcement actions in the interior. He has actually made it legal now to be here illegally. Remember, this is the secretary that's created a new class that said, basically, if you are in this class that the secretary has created, you're off limits and ICE cannot deport you. So I don't know where this report was coming from. I don't believe it for a second. Mark Morgan, always great talking to you. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us here on the National Desk. Thanks, Jan. That's episode 64 of the National Desk Conversations. Join me each weekday morning from 6 to 11 Eastern for the National Desk, America's News Now. Check your local listings or you can stream it on our website, thenationaldesk.com. Our podcast comes out twice a week with fresh newsmaker interviews. The conversation continues. Until next time, from the National Desk, I'm Jan Jeffcoat.